Hey, what's up, stay tuners? It's your good friend Jimbo here, letting you know that today's podcast is presented by Podgo. Podgo is the easiest way for you to monetize your podcast, providing podcasters with a flat rate for ad space so you always know how much you get when you include an ad from Podgo. I recently joined as a member, and you can too. Apply today and let them know that you heard it from Stay Tuned Sports and you start earning today. That's podgo.co at P-O-D-G-O dot C-O. Now here's the best Stay Tuned Sports Podcast. And hello there, all you Stay Tuners. Welcome back to another episode of Stay Tuned Sports. It's your good friend Jimbo here again with our weekly hot takes or opinions of stories that have happened this past week or so in sports. Um, One story we're actually going to kind of retouch on from last week, which was the Sticky balls of Major League Baseball. <laughs> um, plus, a little update on the uh, Stay Tuned Sports Truck Series racing um, season. Uh, we were at Dega last last week, and quite a interesting race, to say the least. Um, have a UFC fight this uh, coming weekend, plus something else that happened last weekend in boxing so before we, but you know like usual before we get into the show head over to staytunesports.net so that we can follow all of our social media accounts which is on the right hand side there facebook twitter youtube all that stuff merch tabs up top there um for any merchandise that you may want and you know what if you don't want to buy merch that's fine but head over to www.buymeacoffee.com slash ST Sports, if you want to help support the show, if you want to donate a dollar or donate $20 or $500. Um, but you're, you're actually going to be buying me a quote beer. You know, so it's sports instead of being coffee. I mean, who, who drinks coffee during sporting events? I mean, I drink beer while I'm eating my wings, you know? <laughs> so, um, so jumping into it, uh, like I said, the boys were at. Talladega last week um, once again my three racers to watch I gave the kiss of death uh, I believe only one of them made it out alive um, I mean was involved in some wrecks but uh, was able to finish um, this week I kind of took a little bit different approach of looking at how I want to pick them so hopefully I could break the, the streak here in a couple seconds or a couple minutes, whatever you want to say, when I start to preview about um, Richmond, which is this Friday. Um, so, you know, Talladega, uh, Jordan Schepler won the pole um, to start the race, and he actually took the butt kicker challenge. Um, I believe he's the third one to do it now. I think it was James Lorello was the first one. Um, I kind of want to say Mitchell Adams. No, uh, Colin Ollery was was the other one, I believe, the week before. Um, and Jordan this week, uh, last weekend. Um, so far, no one has beaten it. 
but Jordan was the closest to do it because he got up to third place until lap 30 and was part of the big one. Um, pretty much ended his night. I mean, he he was a really strong racer all the way up. I mean, obviously, if he if he made up to third place, he had to be you know doing some good moves because there was a lot of cautions. Um, by the end of the the race, I, I think there was only maybe ten or twelve cars that were on the lead lap. Um, a lot of the wrecks were pretty big, you know. A um, couple of cars were involved in a couple of them, which pretty much ends your night, you know, eventually. There's only so much damage your car could take. Um, our STS truck driver, James Lorello, he, he was copping a couple of them. Um, he, he was having a decent race. He was up there, but like I said, he unfortunately got caught up in a couple of them. Um, I'll talk a little bit more about James in a second here. But um, Chris Darling, another one, had a decent truck and then just got wiped out. Um, actually, got hit so hard he shot back up to the moon. Um, I mean, it was it was one of those glitch type uh, crashes. And this is like three, two or three races in a row. Chris is having a, a tough time here. Um, hopefully, he could break out of it this week. Um, like I say, he's always a very good. Um, competitor, he's always up there. Just that past couple weeks, just wrong place, wrong time with with some of these wrecks. Um, Stan Hausman is the one that won it. It was his first ever win in the Stay Tuned Sports Podcast Truck Series uh, season. Um, and like I said, this Friday over in on YouTube at Three Y TV, uh, we're going to Richmond for the. Uh, Beer Street Journal 200. From what I'm gathering, especially from the um, post-race uh, interviews, sounds like this is one of Chris Darling's favorite tracks. So quite possibly, may be able to break out of his bad luck from the past couple weeks, but you know, we'll have to wait and see. Um, as far as this past week too, um, during the race, I actually did a giveaway. Um, for people that were in the chat, as you guys know, you know, from listening to the past few episodes since the season started, actually, um, I always tell you guys, come join the chat. You never know what's going to happen. We're all a bunch of good, good people. You know, we like to joke around and we're trying to get, uh, Andrew's mom to drive Andrew's iRace car. Just got to try to convince him a little bit better. Um, he, he's not up for it just yet, but I, I have a feeling he's going to allow it at some point. But I did a giveaway. Um, basically, I based it off of whoever was I felt was the most active in the chat room. I gave a digital copy of Nobody with Bob Odenkirk or Vanquish, which has uh, Morgan Freeman and Ruby Rose in it. It's your choice, which one you want it. And uh, so I gave it away. Gave away one of them, and I. Uh, you know, I didn't give it away in the very beginning because obviously I want you guys to stick around because these guys really race hard, um, are very entertaining. Even though there was only 10 or 12 cars on the lead lap, even the, the, um, the final lap was pretty entertaining in itself. So when the race starts, um, I'll give a, a, a 
a lap number of when I'm gonna make the call of who wins the giveaway. So make sure you guys tune in this Friday to watch the Beer Street Journal 200 over on YouTube. And make sure you guys subscribe to 3 White TV um, and have a chance at winning one of those movies. So here are my picks also before we move on to the next segment for my three racers to watch. Um, first one, he actually moved up um, a spot and he's up into third place now in points. Uh, JT Poole. He's 47 points behind Mitchell Adams. And out of his last five races has had three decent, decent finishes. Like pretty much, I think it was like top 10 or like, you know, somewhere around there. And even um, last week, he was he finished 12th, but he still ran up there with the, the front of the pack towards the end there uh, when they were lapping him. Um, it just, you know, once again, he was one of those uh, racers that got caught up in uh, one of the big crashes. I forget which one it was, but he's definitely one. Seems like he's starting to come on um, a little bit here, you know, with us pretty close to the midway point of the season for the, the truck series. Um, my next pick is Ben Adams. I think I picked him last week too. Um, decent truck again last week. Uh, this time, the reason why I'm picking him is his last three starts all top 10 fi finishes. And if he gets a win, he's locked in a chase. He still doesn't have that win yet. So I think he's he's real close to pulling off a win. Maybe this weekend will happen for him. Um, now, just a little bit ago, I alluded to about us talking a little bit about James Lorello. He's actually going to be my third pick here. Um, has had a slow start to the season. I think he's 13 or 14th in points. But, you know, if, if you get a couple of good finishes in a row here, it doesn't take much to really get up there. So, definitely looking to start getting the momentum going heading into the second half of this season. So we talked a little bit last week about the whole baseball trying to eliminate um, illegal substances for the, the pitchers to be using um, to help with the you know the, the spin of the ball and, and, and all that type of stuff. And last week, the, the article I read said the uh, memo was going to be going out Tuesday, this past Tuesday, and you know outlining everything that's going to be done the procedures and all that stuff as well as penalties which is a 10 day 10 game suspension without pay now let's not forget too um i keep seeing this uh the one pitcher brought up i forget which pitcher it was but said you know you're gonna hand it, hand out a, a 10 game suspension to pitchers for using a legal substance but yet you didn't punish any astral players Listen, first off, there's always cheating. Listen, if, you, if you're not cheating, you're not winning. You know, if you're not trying to cheat, I'm not saying that's right or wrong, but there's cheating in every sport, okay? So let's get over the whole Astros not being punished. I mean, that happened a couple years ago. Let's get over it, okay? But as far as this whole baseball thing now with the 10-game suspension without pay, now it comes out this week that... If you are caught with any type of legal substance on your fingers, hat, wherever, 
you will be suspended 10 games with pay. Okay, with pay. It just makes no sense whatsoever. Um, I'll touch on that in a second. All this, even though this rule that they're, they're quote coming back out with is already in the rule book, it's just that it hasn't really been enforced. Um, the memo is going to say basically, listen, you, you guys have till June 21st to get this in order. That's when the suspensions are going to be start handing out. Um, umpires are going to be start checking more vigorously. The players, the pitchers, you know, whatnot. Um, and as I said last week, this is, I, I think this is only going to slow the game down now. Um, especially when you got, you definitely have some umpires out there that are controversial. So they're going to try to be that guy to be like, hey, I caught the first guy, you know, legally doing it. Um, and it just, it goes back to what I said, I, I believe last week. Listen, if I'm dropping $500 for me and my boys to go see the Orioles play, let them take steroids. Let them use all, all the illegal substance they want to do. I want to be entertained. I don't want to umpire to stop the game because he has to go out and check and make sure, you know, there's no uh, sunblock and risen mixed together. And then, you know, on top of that, too, so MLB, MLB is saying, cannot, cannot use that no more, but this coming off season, they're going to put some money together to look and see if they can find an alternate um you know thing that they could use but why i mean whether it's it's sunblock and, and risen or or pine tar or just mud it's still a legal substance that's affecting the baseball whether it's you know the rpms of, of the spin or, or, or the the curve of the ball it's still affecting it. That's no different than batters taking steroids. Or a steroid that isn't putting your testosterone over the limits. It's still helping you out. Now, a couple of guys uh, in the truck series were talking amongst themselves about... Um, how they how they think this is a ploy with MLB to start throwing all this shit at, at the players association and the players union um, so that way when it's time to negotiate the collective bargaining agreement they have something to swing the revenue back to the owners as long as they, they can make the players look like they're the cheaters I mean, I, I agree with that in a sense, but also this is making baseball look like they're morons. You know, I mean, they're they're already doing a hell of a job on their own, but they don't need to make the players look bad as well. They're doing it on their own as well. You know, with the Astros cheating, um, all this now, and. You know, I never thought the day would come that I would say that there'd be a worse commissioner than Roger Goodell. But I think we're there. I think Manfred is worse than Goodell. 
Because how can you suspend a player with pay and think that's going to help? Is a pitcher going to learn his lesson? I mean, if that was me, I'd be like, no. I mean, I'm getting paid. I'm sitting at home on the couch eating Cheetos. You start hitting them in the pocket, just like if it was the owners, start hitting them in the pocket, they're going to learn. But instead, you want to give a 10-game suspension with pay. It makes no sense. And this, this all falls on, on Manfred. I mean, like I said, I never thought I would see the day that I, I would see a commissioner worse than Roger Goodell with the whole power hunger thing. You know, how Goodell just suspends this guy because he doesn't like him or whatever his, his reason is, but the, another guy could do the exact same thing and just get a little fine. This is what is going to kill baseball. And I was actually thinking about today, I wish the players would just be like, you know what, we're done. And just go start their own league. Start start a new league. But we know that's not going to happen. Baseball will never die. It'll just kind of slowly just dwindle down to 500 fans in a little league field. So, like I said at the top of the show, we have a UFC card this weekend, but also some boxing news that I'm going to touch on. Um, and this segment is our Combat Corner, which is sponsored by Bet Angles, Live Scores, Odds, and the Best Expert Picks Every Day. Start winning today at BetAngles.com. So last weekend there was some boxing matches. Um, I don't think there was anybody really like a Floyd Mayweather type deal. Uh, but, you know, big enough that this uh, kind of made the news. So there was a, a fight between Jeremiah's Ponce versus um, Louis Ritson. And Ritson was getting his ass kicked, okay? Just quite honestly. And in the 10th round, Ritson's corner threw the towel in because they, they, he was just taking so much damage to the body. Mostly to the body, but there were some shots to the head that um, that Ponce was putting on him. And the towel flew right in front of referee Steve Gray. And normally, you know, as you guys know, in any corner, whether it's MMA, boxing, whichever, throws a towel in. 99% of the time, the ref's going to stop it. Well, this ref didn't. And he actually even picked up the towel and tossed the towel outside the ring and let the fight continue. And to make matters even worse, Ritson actually got dropped, stood up before the 10 count. So you would think, okay, you know, towel just came in, ref threw the towel out, Ritson got dropped, all within two minutes of, of everything. And you would think the ref would stop the fight. No, he said continue fighting. So, sure enough, Ponce let, landed some more, and eventually knocked him down a third time in, our, in the round. Finally, the ref said, "Okay, enough's enough," and called the fight. 
Um, at the time of me watching the video, like I couldn't find anything of why the ref let it go. Like he didn't give no explanation at the news conferences or press conference. But then a video came out of referee Steve Gray going back to Ritson's locker room after the fight to explain to the cornerman why he allowed it to go. Now, what he said was they were mostly body shots and he felt from his perspective it wasn't hurting Ritson. He goes, the corner said, you know, some of the, the there were some headshots. What about them? And he said, well, there, there were, but he was still there. You know, like he wasn't out on his feet, which some people questioned it. Some people said he was. I watched it. I didn't really see him out on his feet, but he was taking damage. You could see he was broken, as they, they call it. Um, but the thing is, and Eddie Hearn, I know a lot of people don't like him. I actually agree with him here. He said, when a towel gets thrown into the ring, it's fully up to the ref if he wants to stop it or not. Just because a towel comes in the ring doesn't mean it has to be stopped. Like I said, 99% of the time, it does get stopped. He went on also to say that he feels referees should not have that decision, um, the, the chance to make that decision of should a fighter keep going on even though a towel gets thrown in. Because if you guys think about it, who knows that fighter the best? Their corner. They know their weaknesses, they know the game plan, they know all that stuff. How did the ref not know if Ritson had some broken ribs going into the fight? How many times have we seen fighters not disclose injuries going into a fight? You know, if he had some broken ribs going into this fight and Ponce is landing body shots, he could have started some internal bleeding. Or, you know, any type of internal damage. So I agree with Eddie Hearn here that the refs should not be the one to make the final call if a fight should go on or not. And there should be a rule that if a towel gets thrown in, fights called off fights stopped to me it would be no different than a fan throwing a beer bottle in what are they going to keep fighting no they, they gotta stop the fight figure out what's going on now obviously if a corner throws it in then they know what's going on they, they know that they're trying to save their fighter live, live another day but I was just so surprised like it's one thing to see the towel get thrown in all right maybe you didn't see it but he picked it up and threw it back out of the ring now hearing his explanation in that video i don't think any repercussions is going to happen to this ref at the beginning when I, before i saw the video i i felt like there had to be something done like some type of fine or suspension or I mean, I wouldn't say revoke his, his referee license, but something. But seeing his reasoning behind it all, I mean, nothing makes it better that, you know, he, he let the fight go on when this guy was, was broken. He was, he was done. 
but I don't think anything should happen to this ref. So, like I said, UFC Fight Night this this weekend. Uh, main eventing is Chan Sung Jung versus Dan Ige. Um, and I'll go through the card here in a second. But it's it's kind of surprising to see the Korean Zombie still on just you know TV cards. You don't really see him on pay per views that much anymore. But uh, uh, so the, the co-main event for the fight is a heavyweight fight between Alexei Olenek versus Sergei Spivak. Um, a featherweight fight between Julian Rosa versus Sung Woo Choi. Uh, bantamweight fight uh, with uh, Marlon Vera versus Davy Grant. Middleweight fight Wellington Terman versus Bruno Silva. And then kicking it off is old man Matt Brown versus Diego Lima. Um, starting off with that fight there. As much as I like Matt Brown and want to see him win, it's way past his time. Like I, I would even say it's way past. He's so far past even like probably Cowboys time. Um, so obviously I'm going with Lima here. Lima is three and five his last five fights against decent competition I mean it's not you know title contender competition but it's not Joe Schmoes um, Brown has only beaten older over the hill guys and I looked at his last 10 fights he's 3-7 and seven. I don't know how he's still in UFC um, I mean he always comes to scrap so it's not like he's running and hiding but you never know. It's UFC, so Matt Brown may pull out one of those nasty elbows that uh, he threw against what was it, Damian Me or Diego Diego Sanchez? That's who it was. Thought Diego was dead there. Um, then in the middleweight fight, Wellington Turman versus Bruno Silva. Silva is making his UFC debut. Turman is one and two in UFC so far. Going with Silva because I looked at his past fights, even though they weren't against UFC competition. He has like five or six straight wins, so he's 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 got the momentum going, and going up against a guy who not not to knock him isn't that great. You know, it's a, it's a good good fight to get your your feet wet in the UFC. So I'm going with Bruno Silva there. Then we have Marlon Vera versus Davy Grant. Marlon lost his last fight to Jose Aldo, which you know is not a bad person to lose to it's not like he lost to a a one and two you know fighter um he's three and two and he's looking to get back in the, the, the win column so that's why i'm picking vera here uh one of his notable wins which happened before the all the fight was him Oops, forgot to turn my timer off <laughs> Um, against Sean O'Malley with the leg kicks so I expect a little bit more of that I mean he has nasty leg kicks so I think he pulls out the win there um, Julian Rosa versus Sung Wo Choi this could be a close fight um, both fighters have two fights uh, two, two fight win streak 
Obviously, they're looking to make it a third. I'm going with the Rosa here. Um, it's it's just this was like a flip of the coin for me, just because again this could be a really good fight. So that fight I'm really curious to see. Then the co-main event: Alexei Olenek versus Sergey Spivak. I like Olenek. I like the that move he does to tap out um, fighters. I forget what they they called it. Um, but I'm going Spiv Spiv yeah, Spivak here. Um, he's younger, has a two-fight win streak going on. Olenek lost his last two, so this may be it for him. If, if he loses this one, UFC may cut him. Because um, let's be honest, if, if they cut um, some of the bigger names, like Alistair Overeem, how is Olenek still sticking around? Unless it's a, a low... You know, low salary that they got him on. Um, so I'm going specific uh, there. Uh, and as far as the main event, Chan Sung Jung versus Dan, Dan Ige. The Korean Zombies' last three wins were against older fighters. Ige is a little bit younger. Um, plus, Ige is 4 1 in his last five and has beaten better competition. So that's why I'm going with Ige. I'm not saying it's going to be a, a walk in the park from by any means this could be a very good fight um but I think he pulls out the win and kind of sets back the Korean zombie so that is our combat corner for this week which is sponsored by bet angles live scores odds and the best expert picks every day start winning today at betangles.com so I think that's going to be it for us uh, this week um, before we go like I said, head over to staytunesports.net for all of our social media accounts on the right-hand side there, Facebook, Twitter. Make sure you share all of them out to, to your friends and, and family, all that. Um, our merch tab is up top there. If you don't want to support us there, that's fine. I have no issues with that. Um, but head over to www.buymeacoffee.com, STS Sports, and you could help support that way. I'll even take a penny. I you know I don't care I'm I'm not a, a beggar here you know well I guess I kind of am if I'm telling you guys this but and make sure you guys uh, tune in this Friday to the Stay Tuned Sports Podcast Truck Series over on YouTube at Three Y TV make sure you're active in the chat there and you might win a digital copy of Nobody or Vanquish so till next week it's your good friend Jimbo signing out.